I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, hang out right there. I've got it uh, mic'd up and ready to go. <clears throat> I am Brian Hanks. Today is Hump Day, Wednesday, November the 22nd, the year of our Lord, 2023. It is Thanksgiving Eve. This is Hour 2 of Episode 975 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Uh, if you missed our first hour, you missed a very fun Again, fast-moving hour as we had, uh, as we and we continue to have with us right now, Mike Martin, uh, Kenson's Renaissance man. Uh, we've got uh, one of Kenson's preeminent business leaders, Jacques Passeleg, still joining us here. We are awaiting the arrival of. Uh, well, in fact, she is here. I've just got the message from Linda that uh, she is here in the green room, in the green room, in the in the man cave, in the man cave itself. Mm-hmm. Want to thank again Jason McKnight too for uh, joining us. You set that up, and I appreciate that. Uh, Mike Martin, but uh, man, it's Thanksgiving Eve. It's Thanksgiving Eve. We're uh, going to go ahead and get her back here. Uh, city, uh, Kenston City Councilwoman uh, Felicia Nikki Solomon, uh, our big interview here on today's show. And you know, we had her in here, Mike, a couple of weeks ago when uh, right after Election Day, I guess it was two weeks ago, three weeks yeah, ago, two weeks, two weeks <clears throat> after she had uh, won re-election to the Kenston City Council and. And it just struck me at that time. I mean, and I'm going to say again what I said that day was that look at her. And I'll, come on in. We've got you a seat right here, okay? Um, but I'm going to say again what I said that day, Mike. And I mean it in all sincerity that uh, I didn't do a lot with elections this year. You know, I mean, I in fact, hardly anything. I mean, I reminded people to go vote. But the reason I didn't do it is because I am so freaking pro-Felicia Nikki Solomon that I – People would know that I was being fake. I'm like, hey, go out and vote. But vote for Felicia Nikki Solomon, okay? That's what I would be doing, and I'm not allowed to do that. So uh, you got to be your fair headphones and are, Yeah, right there. Yeah, I'm fair sorry. and unbiased. I'm allegedly, I'm allegedly so, supposed to be fair and unbalanced, but I think we all know better than that. Especially fair and unbalanced. Unbiased. Unbiased. What is, is this on? Yeah, it can is. You hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can. can. you hear me now? Well, I was trying to set up my, my awesome introduction here of my dear friend, Felicia Nikki Solomon here on the Brian Hanks Show on Thanksgiving Eve. When Mike and I talked about this a couple weeks ago, we had you on. We had to have you on on Thanksgiving Eve to just, I can't think, honestly, of a better way to go into my favorite holiday of the year, and wow. it is, than to have my dear friend, uh, well, my, all three of my dear friends in here. <laughs> but my, sorry, I, I, I love me some Nikki Solomon. Where's okay. the food? <clears throat> Linda, <laughs> Linda, where is the food? Yeah. Call Cameron. Cameron. Linda, the meatloaf. <laughs> the meatloaf for breakfast. Good meatloaf. morning. Do you know Biscuitville has a meatloaf biscuit now? I, I, think I, I saw that up. on a billboard. <laughs> yeah. I, Sorry. Is that, is that legit? It is. Yeah. yeah. I would eat that. I, I don't think you, I'll. You would do that? Oh, my God. I love meatloaf. Meatloaf's one of my favorite meatloaf meals. Meatloaf and biscuits. <laughs> meatloaf on a biscuit. A meatloaf I mean, biscuit. I've never that, done that. Now, I have somewhere. done meatloaf on white bread. Ooh. Oh, no doubt. Well, that's yeah. basically a sloppy mustard. joe. A, a, you know, it's pretty but much gotta a have held together too, sloppy joe. Uh, you got to have a squirt of mustard on there, too, though. I put uh-huh. mustard, I, I'll do mustard and mayonnaise. I, I would do that. Yeah. I would do that. I'm a big mayonnaise advocate. <laughs> Jacques over Jacques here. Jacques is like... Y'all can trying to put that. all that together. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, it doesn't take a architect, man. It's a yeah. slice of bread, 
meatloaf. Well, yeah. I think he's trying to decide what it would take, but with the mayonnaise and, uh, ah. and mustard on it, too, though. Yeah, trying to figure out why all the smiles and the excitement. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing this morning, my friend? I'm doing really good. Thank you for joining us I, here. I, man, I enjoy it. Hey, listen, you. we're not talking politics today. We're not mm-hmm. talking. We want to talk about Thanksgiving and what you, we're going to start with you. They, these two gentlemen have already talked a little bit about it. I want to know, Nikki Solomon, what you are thankful for going into this Thanksgiving season. So, you know, it's funny. I thought about that last night. And the first thing that came to me was kindness and empathy like like i'm i'm thankful that whenever i see acts of kindness like it has always like moved me and 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 it and it 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 almost like illuminates itself right because unfortunately it's not as common as it once was um this thanksgiving hits an even in an even greater way um because last time we talked like everything has always been about other people yeah but when individuals show me acts of kindness, like I never take any of it for granted. Mm-hmm. Like when I tell you it hits in such a great way, like it, like it actually hits my soul. So I'm grateful for kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm grateful for the kindness that is shown to me. Um, and the second thing um, is... I'm thankful that God has never failed me. That even in times where things seem dark and rough, he never failed me. And and how did he not fail me? You know what I'm saying? He used people. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I'm grateful, you know what I'm saying, for the kindness shown to me, um, for love that has been given to me, and for being able to identify my village and my people. That is awesome. How do you sit around Nikki Solomon, Jacques, and uh, well, I, I look at uh, Mike and I say Jacques, and I look at Jacques mm-hmm. and I say Mike, but and not get inspired. And I mean that sincerely. You you all you never see. I, I am thankful for you. Yeah. Okay? Oh, you already know. I am. Brian. I am thankful for my friends. Before you get out of here, Jacques, uh, for people who missed our first hour, what, what are you thankful for here? In this I want to go off what she said. You know, we I think about all the things that that I do wrong. You know, all the sin that I create. And I think all the, the negative things, and I, I think to myself, like, you know, it's 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 but the love and the grace. Mm, that's good. That every day he allows me to, I still love you, man. Yeah. I'm still there for you. And I look back on my journey, and I tell my kids this all the time, like, um, you know, he's always been there for me. Like, when I needed somebody... He was always there, and, uh, you know, that's a love that I don't think humans can really put into concept. You know, it's hard for us to understand because of all the, the negativity, and, you know, if someone does something bad to me, I want to do something bad to them. I'm, that's a natural instinct, but to get away from that and say, there's somebody out there that, that, that loves me no matter what, that's what I'm thankful for. That's what I'm thankful for. That is awesome, yeah. dude. I know, it gave me goosebumps, yeah. man. How are you going to follow that, Mike? I, you know, <laughs> I, but but in all sincerity, let let me set it up. Mike Martin, what are you thankful for here in this Thanksgiving season? So you know, there's small things that happen all the time that you take for granted. Um, last night, uh, I, I drove to Farmville and um, met my ex-wife to pick up my my daughter Bella, and Bella 
is, you know, uh, for those of you don't know, Bell has Down syndrome. Um, and, you know, we're riding along last night and like Bell is usually pretty quiet in the car. And, and all of a sudden she says, Dad, what are you thankful for? <laughs> and, wow. and, you know, and, and that's, that's a moment that stops you in your tracks when, you know, the people in your life that look up to you for direction and inspiration, like you was talking about his, his boys. And, um, you know, when, when they stop and, and say, what are you thankful for? Um, and, and then, you know, and, and the, then to see the resiliency of young people, mm. you know, I've, um, I've watched uh, my my daughter Lily Grace go through some really difficult things this year, um, you know, and and for her to to continue to push push forward, for her to smile, for her to you know, for her to to grow, um, I I think that. Um, you know, we um, we talked to Pastor uh, Jason McKnight from from Grace Fellowship Church earlier, and and he talked about, um, you know, not getting caught up in the things that are outside of our control. That you know that you that you get on social media and you see the things that other people are doing, and and you know you 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 watch the television and and you see the advertisements for things that you don't have and and for us to lose focus of the amazing things that are at our fingertips the and 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 the smallest things um you know my wife forgiving me i mean over and over and over and hopefully will continue to forgive me over and over and over. Um, you know, those are amazing things. And, um, and I think it's, it, it's the simplest things um, that we lose sight of sometimes, you know, and, and, and those are the things that we take for granted. And, um, and, and so I've been blessed beyond measure. I have been, um, I, I, I've been incredibly fortunate, but, you know, I, I think the thing that I think some of us don't think about sometimes, but this year I'm thankful for the trials that I've faced in my life this year mm -hmm. because, you know, and, and that's something I think we talked about last time you were on is the Bible study that, that Nathan Perry's done. I mean, that's something I'm thankful for. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and and I think Nathan starting that was out of a, a you know a time in his life where you know things were difficult, and he's like, how can I get you know find a better place and 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 so he started that, and I think it's and when helped. is that? Let people it, know Tuesday, about that. Tuesdays at noon, Queen Street Deli, um, men's Bible study. We've had probably as many as twenty five guys there, and you know, and and he talks about it. it's like you know it's about men getting together to work to become better versions of ourselves so we can be better parts of our family, of our town, of our community. I mean, that's, 
that's you know that that's something that's inspiring to me and i i'm thankful for people who face adversity and choose to take that adversity and create something that benefits other people from it mm-hmm. I, I mean it. yeah we've we we see it right here with with you know miss solomon it you know coming out of the last election cycle you know you you were questioning a lot of things and rather than you know pack it up and go home you're like no i still have work to do i right. still have a difference to make that's inspiring mm-hmm. and and i'm yeah i'm thankful for so many things i'm i'm thankful for you man i'm thankful for this opportunity to to share ideas you know on the radio with folks and and you know they're probably uh, you know a lot of folks out there that glaze over when they listen to me ramble, but you know, maybe there's somebody out there that listens to this and, and it changes their outlook. Um, yeah. Something that Nikki had said, Alicia, her friends call her. I know, I know. So, so (laughs) something that two things she said, sometimes we don't, it seems like we don't get along as much as we used to anymore. And empathy, you know, growing up, like we talked about earlier, we're like a we're like a family in Kinston, yeah. you know, and you're not always going to agree with your family. And I remember um, going to Thanksgivings, and you know, eventually it became we don't talk about politics. And I thought to myself, you know, maybe that's one of the reasons we used to get along because we used to have to confront those differences, right? At 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 you know Thanksgiving time, but it was okay to have a different opinion. Right? We weren't we weren't saying. Nowadays, when people have different opinions, it's like we want to shut them down and, and don't want to hear them speak. It's like we need to hear those different opinions. And if you don't like it, that doesn't mean you have to be part of the argument or part of the discussion. Right. We can hear everybody's side of view, and it's okay to be different. And that's what made us great. And I think we miss that sometimes. You know, you're absolutely right about that because um, – like, how do you really build and establish a community if you don't communicate? Absolutely. And what I've found is, you know, that time spent with individuals that don't totally agree with me um, or not That's really. a boring not, life. But you know what? And, yeah. and not even just agreeing, but maybe not understand the rhyme and reason of why I've said something I've said, why I've done something I've done. Um, It just really builds um, a greater sense of understanding of each other and being able to to realize that there are more things that connect us than separate us. The few things that separate us. Yeah, and so I think one of of the best things, and, and and this is one thing that I've had to learn that people sometimes will judge that if they don't have the capacity to understand that. And so if you don't take an opportunity um, to give thanks and to, to know those who labor among you, um, you miss out, I think on one of God's, you know, greatest blessings. Mm -hmm. And that is, Loving thy neighbor right. as thy love, you know yourself. Love yeah. thy neighbor. Well, as I love think yourself. I look at it in the business trans, you know, in a, a business sense. If I see somebody doing something better, I don't hate on that. I say I want to do that, and yeah. I'm not going to look at I'm you as do- my competition. Right. Yeah. I'm. I want to. That yeah. is good. I want to adopt it. 
I want to see if I can make that even better. And I think that needs to go along in our personal lives. I want to hear other people's opinion because, heck, I mean, just ask my ex-wife. I've been wrong, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, I'm willing to say, hey, you know what? I was wrong about this. Mm-hmm. And I heard that other person's opinion, and now I feel better about it. I think that but you, just listening sometimes. I, th- I think that you both brought up a great point and something that I've said, and I may have said it on here before. You, you know, when you when you talk about people that are in positions of leadership and hold public office and things of that nature, I always remember thinking growing up that everyone is working towards the same goal. Everyone wants prosperity for the people that they lead, everyone wants success for the community that they lead, whether the community is, you know, the city of Kinston, the county of Lenore County, the state of North Carolina, or the United States. Everyone who goes, who, who attempts to seek that office is trying to achieve the same goal. But there are a million pathways to get there. I think that what we have ceased to recognize is that we're still all working towards the same goal. And because you see a different pathway to that doesn't mean you're wrong. It just means that you don't see the same path that I do. And I, 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 that's, that's something that is discouraging in in regards to the way um parties communicate now whether it is individuals or or organizations um and i think that that's something that um you know if we were to hope to work towards something is that let's get back to recognizing that we're all trying to do the same thing. We're all trying to make the world, our community, a better place and and be respectful of the paths that people choose to take us there. And I love that. Let me reset real quick. That voice, that's Mike Martin. Uh, we've got Felicia Nikki Solomon in here. We've got Jacques Passelig. And I want to expound on your point that you're listening to the Brian Hanks show here on 960. I can, let me pay a bill real quick now that we've got – I've got to. That, that's what keeps, the, play, you yeah. know, it keeps the show it. going here. I want to thank our good friends over at UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County, right here in Kenston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, you out? Yeah, i got to get Oh, we'll, we'll say we'll say bye before you go. Oh, we'll see you guys later. <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> there you go. So Jacques Passelig uh, jetting on us right now. But listen, with the medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare uh, offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kenston, for all your healthcare needs. Or call them at two five two. 522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's jump right back into our big interview. Uh, uh, let me say uh, quickly, yeah. I, I'm thankful for LCC, UNC yeah, Lenore Hospital. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I had 
a stay at, at UNC Lenore in the spring. You and, told me about that, yeah. Um, and, and if it wasn't for the, the great people over there and my good buddy, uh, Dr. Pradeep, um, I might not be celebrating Thanksgiving with, with my friends and doing this show with uh, the the talented Brian Hanks and the lovely and talented uh, Felicia. Yeah. Nikki Solomon Nikki over Solomon. here taking selfies while you're talking. It was kind <laughs> of right. Right. After I took them right. off, you guys. That is awesome. <laughs> well, I've got to uh, – I wanted well, what I, before I got into that ad read there, I wanted to uh, expound on a point that you just made, though, Mike, that – Talking about how that's a lesson I had to learn. Uh, talking about how, and I'll tell you who even taught it to me, Colonel Joe Tyson oh. on the Kansas City Council. What a great, uh, what great, a great, great man, uh, a great man. But what I'm saying is, he and I politically are probably as disparate as you could be. I mean, he, he he's a little left of center. I'm probably I'm centrist, but I'm probably a little bit right of center. And just watching him when I took over the news side of the free press back in 2012, uh, I'd never really been a politics guy to that point. I mean, I always voted and all that, but I'd never really been a politics guy. And just watching the way he conducted himself and how everything he did is much like the lady sitting here with us right now, Mike. Absolutely. Just he and you, you do what is best for Kenston. And I know you love Kenston. I know that man loves Kenston too. And again, he may have different methods. What you were talking about there, Mike, he may have different methods of getting to where he gets to with showing his love for Kenson, trying to improve Kenson. But I never, once I really got to know him and like, well, I've known you for years, Nikki, but I never doubted that, you know, he was doing in his heart what he thought was best for Kenson and make Kenson a better city. Would you not agree with that? And as I, someone who's followed in his footsteps. Yeah, I agree 100% with you. Um, Colonel Tyson definitely it, it's never been questioned um whether his decisions were not in the best interest of of the citizens of Kinston and um he definitely is um a leader that leads selflessly mm-hmm. and I, and that's and that's very key well that's you're key. you're the same way and as I, I've said several times here on the show and people who know me who know my affection for you uh, you're a non-politician politician, you know? I don't know if I would consider him that to a point because he really did learn the political landscape yeah. and all that, but uh, but that's what I admire about you. Let me say real quick, uh, Linda th- wanted me to, well, I don't know if she wanted me to read it, but she said she's thankful for me, for Clay, Stephanie, Paul, Samantha, for her grandson, Levi. Oh, Woo! man. <laughs> we just talked about Levi. <laughs> and Scott and Celeste. And uh, I've got to say this. I mean, I am very lucky in my life to have uh, a good circle of friends. I mean, John and Jonathan, John Dawson, Jonathan Massey, who have been just, they are basically my family. Jonathan has been my son for 20 years, essentially. I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for this show. I am, but more than anything, I am thankful for that woman that puts up, you were talking about, and I think Jacques was talking about, you know, how lucky we are to have somebody that puts up with us. Y'all just don't know. Let, let me tell you something, and you know me pretty well, Nikki. I'm pretty hard to get along with. Okay, I mean, I know you are something else. Well, people, yeah, people think I'm this happy go lucky man. I have got my, I've got my disorders and my stuff too. Okay, and, and I mean it sincerely. Linda puts up with all of them. I'm going through a kind of a tough time right now uh, with Molly, with my puppy dog. She's, yeah. in all honesty, she's, man. You talk about. I don't want to get upset. And I know you've gone through this too, Nikki, but. She's probably in her last months. 
Okay. I mean, she's kind of losing control of some things. Her back legs aren't as strong. You know, she has trouble going up and down steps, and she's about to turn 14. And Linda has just – she takes care of that dog. You know, I don't have children. You know, it, she takes care of that dog and feeds her and helps me and does more than I do, to be honest with you, because it's tearing me up because that dog is my life and has yeah. been my life for 14 years. And that's just a microcosm, though, of what Linda does. I mean, I am so thankful for her. I'm so thankful that I have a, a helpmate, I guess, as the Bible that's says, it. you know, that I'm going, yep, going to be marrying, uh, what, in five weeks, and I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. And I'm, yeah. I'm, very, I'm very thankful for Linda. I guess that's what I, I can't even put it into words. I mean, but again, like I said, the microcosm of it is just how she's been taking care of Molly lately because she knows it tears me up. And I have been too, but she has been doing, she's carried most of that load. We've taken her to the vet, what, three or four times here the last couple of weeks, and we realize it's, it's coming. Yeah. So I'm going to be a mess. I get it. <laughs> you know, I, get I know it. you get it. I know yeah, you guys went through 14. it. 14. Sasha's 14, so 14 mm. and a half, so I get it. Yeah, so, uh, but I, I'm very lucky. That's what I'm thankful for. I mean, I'm thankful for a warm home and more food than I deserve and and friends and family that I get to spend for Thanksgiving yeah. with beginning tomorrow. I'm so excited about that. Uh, but, uh, man, I love me some Linda, and I'm yeah. very, very lucky that, especially, and let, let me just say this, you know, I was, you know, as you guys know, I mean, I lost my Tina, what, eight years ago. And I never thought, and I'm trying not to look, I can't even look you in the eye right now. Yeah. Okay, Nikki, I'm sorry, but I, I never thought that I would find love again. I just, because I was like, man, I found the perfect woman for me, and it is what it is. You know what? God has blessed me twice. How many yeah. freaking people can say that? And I mean that in all sincerity, that I had the love of my life and Tina, who I adored and just was, she was perfect. And then God puts Linda in my life, another perfect woman. How? You're lucky if you get it one time in your life, you know, but to get it twice. Which means he favors you. Well, you know, <laughs> you know how I struggle with faith. Yeah. You more than anybody. You and yeah. uh, uh, Rick are probably, Rick Vernon are probably the two, and Jimbo Perry, who I've talked to more about faith issues and that kind of stuff, you three. And it's just, it's hard for me to, uh, you know, with everything I went through and all that and, uh, it's hard for, I struggle with faith, but then I look at Linda and I just look and she's got such a big freaking heart. And she puts, again, you've said it about your beautiful wife and I've said it about Linda and Jacques has said it. And I've just, I've been very, very blessed. And I, I, I want to recognize that more than I probably do, Nikki. You know, I tell you, um, just listening to you talk, you know, there's a scripture that says when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing mm -hmm. and he obtains favor from the Lord. And so I just look at it because for all of us that know Linda, <laughs> you know, Linda is just like, she's just good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she's just, she's just good. And then for those of us who met Linda through you, it is so refreshing and, and even comforting for your friends to see how good she is to you. No one's and, ever been better. You know, no one. And and you know? and to see it it <clears throat> it made manifest like the power of love and how, you know, love is the greatest gift and it covers all. To see how her love helped you heal. 
And, you know, Brian, um, you've been, you know what I'm saying, you're, you're blessed. But but I, I, I think as an outsider looking in, but an insider, insider uh, you're, you're scoop, and in an inside yeah. scoop. But, yeah. but actually seeing you on this journey and seeing you move in even more peace, like, like your energy is even more peaceful. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the longer you two continue on the journey and seeing you like laugh and seeing you, you love. And so now, you know what I'm saying? That God has blessed you once again to see that he's favored you, but knowing that there's a greater favor that comes from finding the good thing that he's given you in Linda. And, and, and what's so powerful is that he has to honor it because you know what he's given you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've been very blessed, Mike. And, and you, you know, know you, you've seen it up close I here have. in the last six months or so. I have. And about a year ago, we had a good friend of mine on Inez Ribostello who wrote um, a book. It's called Life After Windows. And, I read and, that, by the way, and it and was very good. Dude. So, so it, but, you know, you talk about, that you struggle with faith, but then I, I listen to this conversation and I, I think that you have more faith than you realize. And I think that because of, you know, for whatever reason, but you know, um, one of the things that in her, in that book she talked about was after nine 11, you know, she, she said, I hated God that God had taken away everything that was important in my life. Yep. Oh, don't think I didn't and, go through that period. Dude. And, and, you know? and she said, you know, she said, I swore that for a year I would not speak to God. She said, it, basically every day of my entire life, I had spoken to God and so on. And after nine 11 for a year, I'm not going to speak to God. And, she said, I went through that year, and at the end of the year, I realized that I had spoken to God every day. Now, it might have been me cursing him. It might have been me asking him why. But still centered in that. And and I think just listening to that conversation, you recognizing that, you know, it, that, it, that Linda is a blessing in your life, that, that you – had the blessing of Tina in your life. Um, and yeah, and that you have the, the, that you have the desire to reach out to, to men like Rick Vernon or, um, you know, Jimbo Perry or this lady right here who exhibits, you know, faith in ways and, and, that that are unimaginable to me but you know I, I i think that that your life is built more around faith than you realize and i think that those of us that that surround that are surround you and interact with you real we see it in you well, um <laughs> we see it in go you. ahead Nikki, you're waving <laughs> yeah. your, hands, your arms and hands and over you're there exactly right and and the thing of it is is that um, when you think about the nature of God, as he's described, and, and, and there are, you know, different people may call him whatever they, you know, call him. But, you know, when you think about, you know, he's this, this described like the fruit of his spirit, 
You know what I'm saying? It's patience. It's love. It's kindness. Yeah. It's gentleness. It's temperance. It's long-suffering. Yeah. I know. So let me just say this to you. I know though. you're giving me the side eye. It's yeah. good. <laughs> and so, you know, when we think about um like wanting to be in a safe space, mm-hmm. you know, I will never forget, you know, in 2021, um that the morning after <laughs> you remember that morning I after I filed and and I just I lost it. I lost it. And the first person that I saw that day was you and Linda. Mm -hmm. And when you think about going, because what you guys created for me was a safe place, a sanctuary of sorts. Well, you hadn't slept for 72 hours, Nikki. Facts. And after <laughs> that are, and, those are facts. Yeah. And, and after uh, your after, friends were a little bit worried yeah. about you. Okay? You've been through yeah. the wilderness. And look, yeah. And after releasing, you know what I'm saying? This whole tirade, you know, but even, even in that, um, I even learned 21 to, taught me that I have emotions and that's the craziest thing. Because, like, right now, I, I feel for everyone else. But it's funny that I now have learned that I, like, it sounds crazy, but that I have emotion. Well, on top of that, too, you have been the person as long as I've known you, and I've known you for a decade plus, that takes care of everybody else. But never, yeah. don't get mad when I say this, but it's the truth, but never took care of herself. Yeah. Emotion. That was true. You know, you never did. That you always true. looked out for everybody else. Your your friends love you because you take care of every one of those. You never took care of yourself. And that was your, I don't know, I'm not qualified to say it's a sin, but that was your biggest weight, yeah. fault. I yeah. guess what that I would say about Absolutely. you is you didn't take care of yourself. That's one of the things I'm thankful for that you have known, but that you've learned how to do that in the last couple of years. Exactly. Or you're learning. Maybe you're, you probably still do, don't do it as much as you need to, but you're learning how to do that and you i think it's almost this is a good comparison you you know when you're flying and you know you're sitting there and they always do the little song and dance with and they tell you hey if the oxygen mass drops help or help do your help yourself first before you help you know you're a father before you help your children beside you or the people beside you you got to take care of yourself first before you can take care of other people and i think that's what i'm i'm thankful for about you nick is yeah. that you are learning how to do it. you're I, learning you're yeah. still on that path yeah. of learning how to do that and it, and if it and it came out of a traumatic situation as an adult like yeah. it, it came out of one of the worst times yeah. um of, of my life and i'm and like i said i'm grateful for it like i give thanks well we are grateful for you and i cannot believe we're up against it but i've got to ask you we talked about it in the first hour mike and i did <clears throat> Now, of course, another one of these people that that you guys are in my circle, and another guy that's in my circle is Danny Rice. Mm-hmm. He was ordered with a, uh, or he was honored with the Order of the Longleaf Pine at Mon- and we didn't even know about I, it. Mike well, and I well didn't that's know- what I was getting ready to say. I was getting ready to say, Danny, come on, like. Well, he didn't I, know I, though. I, yeah, and that's what he told me. Yeah, but he didn't that's know either. What he but, told me. but I wanted to give you a minute. And it's got to be about a minute because we're up against it, but your adoration and how much he's worthy of this award. Yeah, Danny um, is definitely one of those. And, and when I, uh, I I heard my, you know, say not you know, those who receive this prestigious honor, you know, that, you know, 
they're they're worthy of it. But I think um, Danny Rice being a recipient of such a prestigious honor, like there is no grade, there is no question. Yeah. Um, Danny does um, a great work that is seen by many, but then Danny also does. Um, that's what Mike said. Yeah, yeah, he does an even greater work um, that's the unseen and that no one knows about, whether it is the individual sharing of his wisdom. How many homeless that, people has he helped in his life? Oh they don't God. even know his name. You know what I'm saying? They don't exactly. even know, but don't realize exactly. that Danny Rice was exactly. and, indirectly or directly responsible for and, helping them. And it's still in the work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And yeah, Mike said that too. Yeah, and, and Dan, I mean, Danny is is still in the work. Yeah, um, Danny is definitely you know one of those um, who see who has the ability to see the beauty in all people that understands you know saying that it's about everyone reaching the ultimate goal. When you think about someone who has the ability, you know, what I'm saying he believes what he believes, mm-hmm. but has the 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 the, the, the spiritual maturity. Mm-hmm. The political maturity, um, the just basic maturity to understand that in spite of a party, in spite of your gender, in spite of your race, like that doesn't matter to me. Like, let's do the work. I love it. Yeah. And so when I think about, quote, I am legend, if I am legend was a person, it would be Danny Rice. You know, I love it. It's got to be quick. Yeah. You mentioned something earlier about loving your neighbor. Well, Danny exemplifies the fact that in our society today, everyone in this world is our neighbor now. We live in a world that is so interconnected and and you know, and I think that that's something that's missed by a lot of people of faith is how they identify their neighbor. Yeah. Everyone is your neighbor. Yeah. Love everyone. And let me just say this right quick. One of the things I often tell Danny is I'm grateful for him because he always gives me the truth yeah. as he knows it. As he knows it, absolutely. Listen, Amen. two people that I love dearly sitting in this room right now, uh, Mike Martin, I think the world of you, you know that we've really gotten closer. Or, uh, another thing I'm thankful for, with you coming on every Wednesday, I hate the, I hate the circumstances. Had, yeah, I hate the circumstances because with Junius getting yes, sick. Yes. You know, I that's why Mike is my and regular I, Wednesday guy. And I, but I'm and very I thankful always for say, it. I'm only keeping the seat warm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, if I can just throw this out there, we saw him last week and or two weeks, week and a half ago, two weeks. Please continue to pray. He needs them. And you two are prayer warriors, especially you, Nikki. I mean, he, he definitely, definitely, definitely needs our prayers. He is uh, wrapping up uh, his sixth week now. Or, in fact, it'll be next week. It'll be the sixth week of radiation. The the mass is growing again in his brain, and he definitely needs our prayers. Okay? Uh, but, listen, like I said, I'm thankful for you, Mike, for you coming on board here this year. It goes without saying. You know how I feel about you, Nikki. I love you. So, it's been a love fest here on, th- on the Thanksgiving <laughs> Eve show, and I wouldn't have it Indeed. any other way. I absolutely, positively wouldn't have it any other way. Thank you so I much for coming you. in. Dude, thank you for coming in. It's been great. You always, been great. I might as well just yeah. go ahead and book you. You're, you. You stay on for the whole two <laughs> hey, hours I love on, it. on Wednesday. I, I love it. it. Listen, let me get my other dear friends in here. John and Jonathan, uh, we're going to play the birthday game, and we will wrap up this uh, Thanksgiving Eve, Wednesday, November 22nd uh, edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. <laughs> John Dawson. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Massey. Yeah. 
You know what today is? Wednesday. Day after yesterday. <laughs> day after yesterday? Yeah. That's yeah, right. that's right. That's right. And the day before tomorrow. And well, okay. we got two seconds in. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's Thanksgiving Eve, gentlemen. Thanksgiving Eve. Oh, my God. Or in your life, Taco Thursday. <laughs> it is. Uh, you're absolutely right. Taco Thursday for me this week, but I don't care, man. I get to see my family, and uh, you're bringing me a turkey leg. You said that on yesterday's show. Yeah. You're bringing me some deviled eggs. Jonathan Massey, you said that on yesterday's show. I did not admit that. No. Oh. I or think what we you? said was if You'll they have fly. them, we will bring them. All right. I mean, if no one makes them, it's going to be kind of tough to bring them. Well, now, Scott will be here at the house, okay? So, Because uh-huh. uh, we're going to be out of town. Linda and I are going to be out of town, but he's going to be here taking care of the puppy dog. My mind literally, John Dawson, just went blank. I'm not joking. It went from the turkey food. legs and exactly. The food. Yeah, yeah. You had a pre-trip to fan fit. Tryptophan is in turkey. Yeah. When you eat turkey, you oh, get sleepy. Pre-tryptophan. I, I think it's tryptophan. Trip. Is it trip? It is trip. <laughs> he knows it's trip. He's just trying to. No, he doesn't. I really didn't. Tryptophan is what. Uh, you remember how many? Sh- re- well, never mind. Do you know how many? <laughs> you know how many shows it took for us to get him to say the word sphere right? I do say sphere right now though, because you guys, uh, you Mocked did you. train me yeah. and mocked me into doing it. Did well, you see any of the F1 race in uh, Vegas over the weekend? I didn't know. Do you know they left a manhole cover up and destroyed a $15 million F1 car? <laughs> it, like it, they didn't seal them. They were supposed to seal them or something like that. And all these, you know, cars driving over. Did you hear about this? No. They did the F1 race in downtown Vegas. I mean, on the strip in Vegas. And a car goes over the top. A couple of cars in a row go over the top of this manhole cover. And it pulls up and ruined a $15 million uh, uh, Seems like a very car. fragile car. Yeah. Oh, they are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Oopsie. Yeah, no joke. But uh, anyway, hey, I'm, i got to get to this birthday game because I'm ready to get on the road and uh, go eat some tacos. <laughs> <laughs> yum. Uh, yum, indeed. Okay, Jonathan Massey, you won yesterday. Uh, and you now lead eight days to seven. Mm-hmm. You've won both days this week. In fact, you've now won, wait a minute, one, two. You've now won three days in a row. Let's go streaking. Indeed, indeed. And you lead eight days to seven. Uh, won't you tell us a little bit about Goeco Office Automation? Well, Goeco Office Automation, they're nothing if not traditional. So what Jock told me, uh, of course, you know, I've got his phone number, so we talk often. He said that Well, he was just on the show this morning, too. You know that, so. Well, sure, but we were talking days ago. Unneeded interruption number one. <laughs> and uh, he was telling one? me. His, Number two. <laughs> his, his plan for the holidays, uh, for Thanksgiving, uh, he's going to have, you know, dinner with, with some folks. But uh, before that, he's going to go volunteer and uh, hand out turkeys okay. all over Kinston. Just okay. throwing out. Now, you'll never see him because, you know, he moves like a ninja. But if you <laughs> if you see a turkey come crashing through your window, that is Jock Passleg just spreading Thanksgiving cheer to everyone. I love it. I love it. Okay, uh, but tell us about his business, Goeco Office Automation. Well, uh, that business uh, is one that we uh, use here on the show with you know with that beautiful Canon MF420 copier. Uh, several businesses in the area use it, and if you want to learn more about it, you should go down to the Innovation Center because it is state-of-the-art stuff, and I'm, I, I'm told they are serving... Uh, Bottomless deviled eggs on what? Friday. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, you know where I'm going to be on Friday then, okay? Uh, it's not it. Black Friday. It's, uh, it's Deviled, Egg, Deviled Friday. Egg Friday for Brian. Uh, they said you weren't allowed because of something what? that happened at the Free Press years ago. They got Patrick Holmes uh, guarding the door. Anyway, um, so. <laughs> That's sad. It's probably true, though. Mm-hmm. So, but if you want to find out a little bit more without having to go to the Innovation Center, you should give Jock a call at 252-252-286-286-53-53-54. Or visit his website at goeconc.com or what is goeco.com for more information. My brain is absolutely shot, as you guys know. Did we do the phone number yesterday? Yeah. yeah. I'm too late now, God, anyway. It is, it so, is. But, I mean, I just I absolutely don't remember. Yeah. Us doing it yesterday. Okay, uh, hey, we've got one, eh, one musical hint. Doggone it! Uh huh. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. Okay, here is our uh, musical hint for today. Getting this out of the way early. He's in this band, but he's also an accomplished actor. Well, two days in a row. What are you talking about? He's in this band. This is not the E Street Band. This is Bruce Solo. Schmuck. You know what? You're right. You know he's a guitar player, and there's no guitar in the song, so there's your big hint. <laughs> well, look, there's him holding a guitar. That's Bruce. Yeah. Oh. Not Silvio. There you go. Okay, Steve well, let me Van find a, Let's see. Let me find another song then here. If you guys want to sing along here, you're welcome to, okay? If you'll show me the greatest hits there, I'll point to one with a guitar on it, if you like. Cover Me had a lot of guitar on it. How about Santa Claus is Coming to Town? No guitar, but you can. he's on it. Clarence, blow your horn. Rest in peace. This is like torture for me. You don't like this? Please don't be a... A Grinch? You guys know what time of year it is? What time? What? What? There we go. Oh, what? not yet. You guys are, you anyway, guys it's are Little Steven. Steve Van Zant played yeah. Silvio on The Sopranos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think he, I know The Sopranos were just. David Chase wanted him initially to be Tony Soprano, and HBO wouldn't have it because he wasn't an actor. He could have probably pulled that off. Yeah, not as good so. as yeah, James Gandolfini. Yeah. Here we go. I don't know the words to this song, Avis Daily. Santa Claus is coming to town. I love this. I love it. But E Street Band, uh, Stephen Van Zant. Yes. Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? 71. You say 71? Yeah, hold on. There's a guitar. No, a little bit. That's He's a, playing a D chord, by the way. Is he? Yeah. It's an important chord. It's a very important chord, evidently. And that's a Max Scheinberg on the... Weinberg. Weinberg. I knew it was something like that. On the Conan O'Brien show. Yeah, on the Conan O'Brien show. Yep. Okay. But Stevie Van Zandt, he said 71. What do you say? Hold on. Hold on. I like this part. Here comes Clarence. 
Oh, that's awesome. If you cut me off again, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> Please don't hit me. Okay. Uh, Stevie Van Zandt. Chorus. Built this city. <laughs> oh, Built. God. Ugh. Ugh. Take that back. Can I talk now? Yes. What did you say? 71. <laughs> 72. Why are you holding your nose? 72. Oh, okay. He said 72. Uh, oh, he, why am I looking at you for the answer, Jonathan Massey? Now, he was born November 22nd, 1950. So he's 73 today. There you go. So you got closer. Uh, that's our only. Yep, that's our only musical hint of the day. There you go. You want to listen to the rest of the song? I think we should go to the next hint, Yeah, right? we probably Especially should. Especially since it's supposed to be a short song. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, uh, it goes to you, John Dawson, one of the greatest uh, tennis players, uh, female tennis players of all time. She won 39 Grand Slam tennis titles. It's? Martina Navratilova. Nope. Steffi Graf. Nope. Uh, Billie Jean King. Ah, third try, you got it. Billie Jean King. Steffi Graf, did she even win one? Yeah, okay. Steffi Graf won a lot. Okay. He is one of the best. I mean, you probably named the three. Well, and the... Uh, uh, Chris Everett Lloyd. Yeah, and then the... Uh, Venus or Serena Yeah, Williams. Venus and Serena It Williams. doesn't matter. It's not their birthday. <laughs> it's not. It's Billie Jean King's birthday. Yes. How old is she today over there, John Dawson? 78. You say 78. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 77. Uh, no, she was born November 22nd, 1943, so she's 80 today, and I think that mm. means you got it. Yes. John Dawson, so uh, you take a two-to-nothing lead. It goes back to you, Jonathan Massey, and I can't wait for this discussion. Her films have grossed more than $14 billion. Uh, she's married to Colin Jost. Scarlett Johansson. Come on. Can I get can I get one, John? Go ahead. <laughs> You got to agree, right? Oh, yeah. And I think the fourteen billion has a lot to do with the MCU, also. Oh, you think? Yeah, that would. <laughs> Name one other movie she's been in. Lost in Translation. Thank you. That's the one I was trying to remember. Yep, Lost in Translation with Dan Aykroyd. Ghost, Ghost World. I'm not familiar. Steve with that Buscemi. I like Steve Buscemi though. He's a good actor. Scarlett Johansson, who is uh, Black Widow in uh, the mm-hmm. MCU. How Plus. old? What? Oh, she's no longer in it? Or she died in Endgame. That's right. They or... killed her off in Endgame. Ooh, spoiler if you've not seen Endgame, John Dawson. Or if you haven't, it's your fault. It's yeah. your own fault. So. Yeah. And he doesn't he care. Looks all, I was about to say, he looks all broken up about it. Come on, give us some fake outrage. Um, Why, hi, Otta. <laughs> no, it's got to come from here. I want to hear this. See, fake um, outrage here. How can these people do this? It was the greatest role since uh, Rosebud. Citizen go. Kane. Well, that was good fake outrage. I like See, it. See, Rosebud was just a sled. Therein lies the humor. Well, anyway. There you go. Okay. Scarlett Johansson. How old is she today there, Jonathan Massey? 38. Ghost World's a great movie, by the way. Sorry. 38. You say 38. What do you say, Parrot? 39. She was born November the 22nd, 1984. She is indeed 39 years old. And, oh, my God, here we are on Thanksgiving. He's crank it over there, Jonathan Massey. Oh it's a perfect game. Uh, we've got a perfect game going here for John Dawson. And uh, 
Man, I have done. Look at. <laughs> I, have, I don't. It's malfunctioning. I, I don't know what's gotten. <laughs> I fell in love with her, and I, I, I know. I, I feel you and I are on the same plane here with this one. Uh, the Arthur. Uh, oh yeah, of course. But in True Lies, and her scene in True Lies, where Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, in Trading Places. Yeah. She was in the uh, Halloween movies. She was a scream queen. The lovely, the talented Jamie Lee Curtis. And I know I'm asking for two in one show, but can can I may I get another one? It's Thanksgiving. Give Thank you. One. It's not. It's Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah. Which is but I'll do it. You talked over his. Uh, do well, it again. I can't do it again. I, I, I'm giving you two. Chorus. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> to keep this perfect game going here, John Dawson. How old is she today? 66. You say 66. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 67. Uh, you went the wrong way. She was born November 22nd, 1958. She is 65 today, and may I be allowed to say? No. Okay. Uh, so, uh, hey, sound that alarm. Uh, hey, get that alarm sounded again. John Dawson leads four to nothing. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. That's it's not plain. your job, son. Yeah, you're right. Stay out of the union. <laughs> there you go. Okay. It's it's four to nothing. Here we go. Our only our only dead person. But again, I know how much you admire this person. Uh, well, I think both of you do. Uh, he died in 2004. Uh, he never got any respect. Hey, Rodney. <laughs> you guys both love Rodney Dangerfield, don't yeah. you? Yes. Yeah. Did you know, this is what I thought, that I, this is not a lie, go to Wikipedia. Listeners, you need to do this. John Dawson, you do too. Go to Wikipedia. They have, you know, actor, comedian, host, rapper. Rapping Rodney. He had a, a 45. He put a comedy album out, and in the 80s, you had to have a radio single stuck on the end of it. Like Eddie Murphy had one, which we can't really say on the air, but uh, his was rapping Rodney, and it was I get over. He was just doing one-liners over a drum machine. Well, it was hilarious. Uh, he that he has rapper listed among his titles. I just thought that was funny. Yeah. So Rodney joke. Oh God. Uh, I, I can. I got one real quick. Yeah. Uh, I can't do the obviously my voice right now, but uh, damn. Whenever my mother went to, I went to breastfeed my mother. She just told me she liked me as a friend. That's it. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a good one. That's good. Well, he passed away in 2004, but how old would he be if he were still alive today, Jonathan Massey? This is to stop the perfect game by John Dawson. 94. You say 94. John Dawson for the perfect game right here on Thanksgiving Eve. You said 94? Yeah. 95. He's not 95, but you get the perfect game. He was born November the 22nd, 1921. Wow. He would be 102 years old today if he were well, still Well, he was alive. on Ed Sullivan in the 60s. Wow. Well, uh, how about that? John Dawson. Let me, I got to look this up and see when the last perfect game was that you had. It was on October 19th. So just what? Just a little over a month ago, you had back-to-back uh, -back perfect games, remember? <laughs> I tell you. Well, you're getting respect today there, John Dawson. Hey, local birthdays. Rest in peace. Ronnie Battle. Coach Ronnie Battle over at Kenston High School. Just one of my all-time favorite coaches that I covered. He passed away in the past few years. Good guy. Two of the six shooters on that uh, state championship team in, uh, what, 2008. Uh, Tremaine and Jermaine Miller. 
Uh, just a great young man, and uh, again, uh, twins. Today is their birthday. They had the same birthday, Jonathan Massey, because they were twins. Huh. Who knew? There you go. Brian Lowe, uh, that guy that I've been trying to connect you with for several years, John Dawson. He was a big fan of The Who. That's what I'm trying to say before I met you. He was yeah. one that turned me on. He was a big police fan like I was yeah. in uh, high school. and then, But he was the first one. I hadn't even heard of The Who before. That before seems him. weird. Well, but I was also 14 and 15 years old. I didn't grow up listening to The Who. He was the one who introduced me to him. Uh, but uh, happy birthday, Brian. Good guy. Today is Heather Wentz's birthday. Happy birthday, Heather. A very, very cool person. How about Sandy Wall's child bride, Michelle Jonathan Massey? You remember his child bride? Yeah. There you go. And then, uh, hey, uh, it, my best friend on this planet. Got to go to a Carolina Hurricanes game with her this past uh, Saturday. Kelly Lynn Alexander Stevens today is, or not today, tomorrow is her birthday. Her tomorrow is her birthday on uh, on Thanksgiving. Just love her to death. I, evidently, I talked a lot of junk about her last year on the show. She said, mm -hmm. uh, did I? Do you remember? Yes. I, okay. Well, I'm not going to say anything other than she's 55. She is 55 years old tomorrow. The double nickel. She's 10 years away from retirement. Can you believe that? My dear friend, Kelly Lynn. Yes. <laughs> okay, there you go. And yet she looks 20 years younger than you. You know, I can't argue that, Jonathan Massey. You're absolutely right. Love you, Kelly Lynn. Uh, happy birthday to her uh, tomorrow. Then, like I said today, Michelle uh, Wall, Heather Wentz, Brian Lowe, Tremaine and Jermaine Miller, Ronnie Battle, Rodney Dangerfield. Boy, what a hotel that was. They stole my towel. <laughs> of course. <laughs> There you go, of course. We'll see you on Monday. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you on Monday on the birthday game presented by Goico Office Automation. And again, I want to thank Jacques Passeleg, who was in here earlier for always sponsoring the uh, birthday game. And, man, I don't know Mike Martin, uh, Nikki Solomon, who's uh, hung out here for our final uh, minute and change here. I don't think we've ever had a show like this before. This is awesome. Well, you know, Brian, I think that, it's all people that are grateful and thankful for our community, our community yeah. here in Kinston. And, um, you know, to have Jason come on and, and talk about some of the things that he shared and, and Jacques and, you know, uh, the, the person whom you and I both admire incredibly, uh, Ms. Solomon, um, you know, I call her Ms. Solomon because that's the respect that she deserves. Yeah. And, uh, thankful for all of you guys very good final thoughts over there miss solomon <laughs> uh, brian this was a great show um and i, I think today was my friendsgiving there and you so go amen i give thanks for you guys love you guys so much uh -huh. and i love your platform like i love your brian hanks folks uh -huh. and i think it's i appreciate them because they show me great love so uh, we love you to death and uh, thank you thank you to mike martin jock pass lake jason mcknight felicia nikki solomon thank you to everybody that came on this week uh have a great thanksgiving we will see you on monday on the uh, brian hanks show presented by lenore community college